beautiful people what's going on we are back for another friday episode of the meet preach podcast today we're going to be tackling the topic of passion and purpose (laughs) Um, but no yeah we're going to be talking about passion and purpose and everything that that entails so i hope you guys are ready let's take a listen I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I don't know about you, but it has been a really, I don't want to say weird, but you know, really interesting late summer, early fall type of season. So this week specifically, in the past week, I've been to two funerals. I had an uncle with a past this week, and when this episode comes out, we have, well, have actually just recently buried him, but yeah, man, it is crazy. And so with that, you know, kind of idea in mind, because when most people pass, or I should say a lot of many, a big fear of a lot of people that are living is that they die without knowing their purpose. When if you are born again, believer, you should know your purpose. And that's not, you know, to get on anybody or anything. So that's why we're going to be talking about passion and purpose. And I guess I should also add passion, purpose, and paths as well. Paths and or callings as well. And I want to talk about this, like I said, because I feel like this is a topic that a lot of people kind of misconstrued in a way. We're going to get into it. I'm excited for this episode because this conversation... Um, just in conversation on social media, movies, etc., I've noticed that so many people confuse passion and purpose. More so confuse um, passion. Excuse me. They confuse purpose and like callings per se. But yeah, so we're going to bring some clarification today. And so let's start out by seeing what our good, good girlfriend or a guy friend, you know, whatever. What's, what would be a prerogative? Let's see what our good friend Google says. His passion is defined as an intense desire or enthusiasm for something or a thing that arouses some type of enthusiasm. And so a purpose is defined as the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. So passion is a thing that, you know, it kind of, you kind of feel burned for it in a sense, right? And purpose, of course, is like my reason for being. <laughs> So yeah, passion and purpose. I wanted to talk about this because a lot of people are like, oh, I want to know my purpose. I want to know what my purpose is. If you are a born again believer, your purpose is to magnify the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, build up the kingdom of God, spread the gospel that God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus to this world he sent jesus down here to die for our sins our transgressions our iniquity to die for our brokenness to die for our impure thoughts our impure actions to die for everything that is unright unjust and sinful and dirty and raggedy and ratchet and messed up and jacked up he died for all of it for us and then after dying and rising from the dead not only did he do that but this Holy Spirit was sent to us to be a comforter, to be um, a voice of reasoning, to help us 
in our path to become more like our original design, right? Our sinful nature to be more like Jesus, to be more righteous, to strive for holiness, to live daily by showing the fruits of the spirit, right? That is your purpose, right? Every believer has a general purpose. When you lead your life by saying, this is not, my life is not my own. To you, I belong. Hello, somebody. If you don't know that song, go listen to it. Um, If you literally give yourself away and start living and striving for the glory of God, if you start living in your purpose, that's when God will make provisions to say, this is your path that I want you on. This is the calling. This is what I want you to do, right? Because we were, like I said, if, you are, if you're walking and pursuing this purpose, because we were created for worship, right? So who are you worshiping? Let's get into that. And who are you worshiping will also follow into like your actions and how you're living life, how you're treating others. What are you doing? What are your thoughts? Who are you consumed um, with, right? So once all that is not necessarily taken care of because honey we are still human we are still broken but when you strive for that when your heart posture looks like that that's when god can move he can have provision right he can move some things out of the way and say this is the path that i want you to go this is what i want you to do with your life this is where i want you to serve this is how i want you to serve me and serve my people this is the path right this is your straight and narrow path. <laughs> and when that comes in, then a lot of times you can use some of your passions to not only fulfill your purpose, but to um, continue on the specific path that God has placed you on. And so as I'm walking in purpose, as I'm following my path, um, of course, you know, growing up, you'll grow to know like, oh, I like this. I kind of have a passion for this. I I really like this. This really brings me joy, right? That's when you can use said things to fulfill your purpose. And I think it's important to note that we are believe we as believers, excuse me, are of this are in this world but not of this world, right? Meaning we live here, we dwell here. But we should know that this is literally our temporary home. We do not conform to the sinful ways and customs of this world. So even in something like distorting or making it unclear what your purpose is, I think that is actually a byproduct of the world, right? Because so many people spend so much time, quote unquote, trying to find their purpose that they kind of negate and neglect the actual general purpose of a Christian because they're trying to have this big euphoria moment. <laughs> they're trying to have this big, you know, like, oh my gosh, gosh, I'm my purpose. And he like, bro, what have you done for, for me? What have you done for my kingdom? What have you done for your brothers and sisters in Christ? Like, who have you shared the gospel? Who have you shared your testimony with? What are you doing to grow as a believer what are you doing to display the fruit of the spirit not for your glory but for my edification because the truth of the matter is when we use the fruit of the spirit a lot of times 
The truth of the matter is when we use the fruit of the spirit, many times it's in cases and situations where it's like, yeah, don't know how you did that. I wouldn't react to it like that. And that honestly can be used as a moment, as an opportunity to say, child, it was nothing but the grace of God, you know? So yeah, once you're doing these things, that's when God makes way to give you your direct, direct specific path in terms of what you should do and how to use the things that bring you joy, your passions for his purpose. Because ultimately, because we are believers, right? My life is not my own. I give myself away. I die to self because my natural self is wretched. My natural self is sinful. My natural self is dark and disgusting and filthy and all these things. That's why I have to die to self. It's not like, oh, dang, I can't even have my life. Your life is in your natural, fleshly life is wretched. Is your good, your most, um, how do I say this? Your best deeds are still like filthy rags, right? In comparison to him. So it's like, why wouldn't you die to self? Why wouldn't you move out the way? So that something so that he can do something better so that he can work so that he can make a new I'm trying to say this (laughs) y'all so that he can work in you and through you so that you can become a new and so for me an example right I used to be that person caught up caught up in like oh what's my purpose what's my purpose but the more you start serving serving in the capacity of other people serving in the capacity serving god's people right the more you start doing that i think that's when god's like okay okay because jesus was a foot washer okay <laughs> so i mean for example um obviously i'm in ministry and i'm doing the, that but i'm also a content creator right i'm also an artist i'm also a writer all these things but these things i'm finally able to actually do them and pursue them or even have like this podcast you know is because i'm at a place now where my life is not about me it's about god and when it's about god because i know who i am in him i can live fierce fearlessly I can live without fear. I can live not listening to the lies that, oh, this dream is wild. This dream is good for another person, just not you. Maybe you should do something basic by the book. I don't have to live in that because I know who I serve and I know what he said to me and what he's what he's done through me thus far and what he will continue to do through me, right? And as a kid, the arts was something I was passionate about. Um, even, obviously, you know, a lot of kids, we, we did Easter speeches and stuff like that. But, you know, doing speech-related things. And then going to middle school and being a part of speech and debate. And, you know, all these things. Having these smaller platforms. Learning how to use my voice. Learning how to be effective with my voice. So that when the time came, when the time presented itself, 
I could use it in the right and proper way for his glory. And to bring glory to his name. So. And also, I just want to note that um, having a voice, right? Being a vessel, because that's what we are. As believers, we are vessels, right? We are literally just beings, just bodies, just souls that are being used, right? Regardless of whether you're being used by the Father or you're being used um, for Satan, right? You are being used regardless, right? The Bible tells us that we're all slave to something. You're going to be a slave to sin or either you're going to be a slave to the kingdom of God, right? Not meaning that, oh, you know, hey, old master. I don't even know a song. I just made that up. <laughs> but not saying, you know, that type of slave, but literally you're going to be you're going to be subdued to some type of influence, right? And you have the choice to make whether it's going to be a godly influence or a demonic influence. But I said all that to say, do not think that you have to be some grand person, some big platform, some, you know, all the things that we think you have to do in order to make an influence. Do not think you actually have to do those things or be those people. Why? Because each and every one of us were created on purpose for purpose by the perfect purpose for labor. <laughs> Y'all ain't nothing I get away. I really couldn't come up with a word right there, but you get what I'm saying, right? God did his thing and he did his thing for a reason, period. And you part of that thing. So what's up? So yeah, don't think like, oh my gosh, I don't have this big platform. It does not matter. If I have learned anything within this past week, right? Like I just, I said earlier, we buried my uncle a week ago, right? And then in this week, the same day, y'all, the same day, I got word of three deaths. Three. Think about that. <clears throat> and these people didn't have necessarily a grand platform, right? They didn't have, you know, all the things that, like I said, all the things, they weren't, you know, a quote-unquote influencer in the way we think and perceive people. But I know for a fact that they made an impact on so many people's lives why because i've seen these people live in the way they interact with people but then too when somebody passes and they go they're about you know their soul is transition you see what's left behind and what's left behind are the people that are affected right you see the social media posts you see people hearts pouring out and crying out and um sorry y'all <laughs> And, you know, we see all these people that are affected by their lives. And I think sometimes, you know, yes, in this moment, we're going to take this time to reflect on their lives, how they impact us. Things that, you know, that they did that made us smile or, you know, like we felt love, we felt warm. But I think we need to be conscious about that as well. What is my impact on a daily basis? What Im impact am I having on someone else? How am I affecting the next person, right? Because the truth of the matter is we all are going to die a death. And am I going to live, am I going to die and somebody say that they knew the love of Christ because of me? Or am I going to die and somebody says, child, don't mean no harm but this world better without her because her heart was stone. Right? Like, no. Or you know what? Mitra wasn't the perfect person, but you know what? She shared not only the love of God, but she gave us information. She kept it real. She kept it a hundred. 
Because for quite some time, I was that perfect. I was that person who was trying to be Patty Perfect, okay? Perfect Patty, however you say the, honey, the child's name. Which I'm here to tell you. If nobody else told you, let Demetria be your voice of reason. There is no perfection in this humanly, earthly, fleshly body. It ain't happening. Which is why we need the perfect one. So that he can begin to work through us. Hello, because he's doing a new thing every day. Amen. His mercies are new every day. And every day he is working in and through me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, we all have purpose. And do not negate. Do not underestimate, I should say. Do not underestimate your purpose in God's ultimate purpose. Do not underestimate God's plan to fulfill purpose in and through you. Yes, we are little people, but we serve a big God. And because we serve a big God, he can do big things through us. And just because you don't think that that thing looks big to you doesn't mean that it's not big to somebody else, right? You may think that whatever you're doing in life, whatever you're trying to pursue, whatever you're doing, whatever you've overcome, you may think, oh, this is something regular. This is something small, but there's somebody who's seen you and saying, wow. Look at what she did. Wow, look at what he did. That's amazing. How are they able to do that? And again, insert testimony. That's where you come through. Because it's not it's not about you. Yes, you did the thing, but did you do the thing or did somebody do the thing through you? Huh? Let's talk about it. Going back to purpose. We as believers, Matthew 5. Yes, if y'all like I said, honey. If you didn't bring your Bible, bring it next time. Didn't bring your Bible, bring it next time. If you didn't bring your Bible, bring it next time. Because we might have a scripture or two. Okay, Bible app people, you version. Shout out to Life Church for the Bible app. Matthew 5, 13. I'm reading from uh, Christian Standard Version. CSB. Yes, believers are salt and light. Verse 13 says, you are the salt of the earth, but if... The salt should lose its taste. How can it be made salty? It's no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. Verse 14, you are the light of the world. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. Verse 15, no one, excuse me. Verse 15 says, no one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket, but rather on a lampstand and is given and it gives light for all who are in the house. In the same way, this is verse 16. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see that good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. So what does that say? It's supposed to be the salt and the light. What does that mean? When you think of salt, what do you think? I'm going to tell you what you think. If you didn't think it, now you're going to think it. Okay, listen. Salt. <laughs> salt. It preserves. It gives flavor. And Lord have mercy, I had a third. Now I forgot it. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm only 25, but sometimes my brain wants to be 65. We'll start with the two. So like I said, salt, preservation. Oh, I know what I was saying. And it also helps clean, clarify, clean your blood. It helps, helps maintain. That was That's what I was looking for as far as internal, inside of your body. Salt, the reason why you need, you know, yes, you're not supposed to have too much salt, y'all. Please don't have too much salt. We don't need nobody out here with high blood pressure. Don't be saying, Mitra is the reason why I have high blood pressure because she influenced me. She said, I'm supposed to be the salt of the world, so I've just been pouring salt on everything. Not what I said, sweetheart. Not at all. Now, salt, preservation. It keeps things good. It keeps things fresh. Taste. What does it do? Baby, 
it means if something was bland, if something was meh, salt brings it to ah, okay. <laughs> so what does that mean? It means as believers, as Christians, right? It means as believers, as Christians, when you're walking in purpose, when you're walking tan, excuse me, when you're walking tall and strong and proud and like you have beloved identity, then that means that, yes, I am set apart. Yes, I'm a little weird. Yes, I'm a little quirky. But why am I so weird? Why do I seem so, um, why do I seem like such a round shape in this square of a world? Why? Because you were meant to give taste to this world. But how are you going to give taste? Are you going to give that ungodly taste? No, ma'am, ham, turkey, or bacon. You are going to give the holy taste, honey. And let me tell you. It sounds like wood meat your wheat. Why would we want food to taste like holy? Because, girl, holy is it. Okay, sir? Holy is where it's at, period. <laughs> so, yes, you are going to give flavor to the world, right? That's why you're set apart. That's why you seem so out of ordinary. Because guess what? The whole world, yes, it seems cool. It seems like all they doing all the good stuff. But guess what? On the real surface, if you're looking from, you put on the holy glasses, you put on the Jesus glasses, the world is bland, baby. We get there like salt base we're gonna salt <laughs> but like i said also helps maintain so if you're being salt to your brothers and sisters in christ and guess what you're going to help them walk and maintain their godly walk you're going to help and keep them on the straight and narrow you're going to help be their accountability we are to be the light we all know what that jesus is the light that shineth in me that shineth in me yeah, I said y'all like songs, so I'm going to try to throw a little bit, you know, every now and then. But, you know, y'all know, y'all know. Light, it's really self-explanatory. Come on, there was darkness saying, what did God say? Let there be light. And what was there? Light. He said, let there be light, and there was light. Guess what? Yes, there was physical light, but then a little bit later, what he do? He put that man on earth, and he gave the world a little bit of light. So now we got all these people on here. Guess what? God created you in his likeness, in his image. And guess what? God is full of man. He is full of magnificentness. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, God is full of goodness and glory and he's to be magnified, right? But yeah, he put you on this earth to be a light because what? You got the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, you are the light of the world, right? So go out into the world. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, but that we are powerful beyond measure. It is not our darkness, but our light that um, frightens our smoke. And guess what? God did not give us the the spirit of fear. He gave us the spirit of a sound mind. And listen, I know it can be scary to be the light, to be the voice of reason when everyone else is doing things that are essentially dark and corrupt to be the opposition. I know it's hard. I know it sometimes look foolish, but guess what? That's why you were called to do it. Because why everybody else think it's foolish, it's not because guess what? You ain't no fool. That's why you ain't doing the dark stuff. Hello? So yes, be the light because um, you got a little light of yours and you should let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Okay? <laughs> so be the salt and the light and just if you're really struggling because some people like I said even after this you will probably struggle with this whole <clears throat> excuse me like I said you will probably struggle with this whole idea of purpose and not because you don't know not even because you haven't been told 
but because the truth of the matter is there are people, places, and things everywhere around you that are saying, you know, I know what that girl said about purpose. I know you were listening to that little podcast or whatever. And she said, your purpose is to be the child of God and to lift up his name and to spread the gospel of Jesus and to tell people about his goodness and his mercy and his grace, you know, all these things. But really, honey, that ain't your purpose. Like, you ain't found your purpose yet. That's a tactic of the enemy. Do not let yourself fall victim. But like I said, I know it would be hard because the idea, the notion that we spend 40, 50, 60 years looking for our purpose is literally a tactic so you will be distracted. It's a tactic for distraction. Tactic for distraction. Hey, but no, literally. So it's okay. You walk away from this and you're like, I hear what you're saying, Mitra, but I'm still struggling. Go to God. It's okay, but go to God. It's okay, so go to God. It's okay, but go to God. Why? Because he wants to hear from you. He knows what you're feeling, but like any parent, right? All my you know, yeah, I know Mitra's struggling, but I'm waiting for her to come talk to me. You know, your parent has been there. And guess what? Your heavenly father is there as well. He knows you're struggling. He knows you're having a hard time. However, he's like, bro, you my child. Just come to me with it. Lay it at him. Lay it at his feet. And it may take some time, but just work on it. I think sometimes the problem isn't that, you know, we identify a problem. It's that we don't try to even take small strides to fix the problem. We think that we have to have it all fixed in one day, in one moment, in one instance, and maybe some things take time, and that's okay. That's why we have grace. And this may be the thing for you. This may be the thing that's going to take time. That's like, you know what, I, I get it, but I spent 20 years thinking that I have to have this big grand ha-ha moment, all of this, and you just told me I didn't. Like, how am I supposed to wrestle with that? Like, I got to meditate on that, and that's fine. Meditate. But when you home, you need to say, amen. That needs to be a meditation. Amen. I agree, Jesus. <laughs> I'm already playing too much, y'all. But I hope this helps you guys a little bit. I know I've kind of been like a little bit all over the place. But hey, that's, in reality, my mind works everywhere. So that's where I am today. Passion and purpose. Um, passion and purpose ministries is coming to you guys very soon. Keep an eye out, keep an ear out to the streets, all the things, and then look out for that. More info on that later. But just know that you have a purpose in God, and he has a plan for your life that sometimes may not always look like your plan, and that is a-okay because you don't know everything. You're not always present. You weren't the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. You weren't all those things, right? You were just little old you, honey, and that's okay because I'm little old me. But the part, the point is, <laughs> um, you have a purpose. God has a plan. And if you continue to follow him, he's going to make sure that your path is on the right path to fulfill his plan so that you can fulfill the ultimate purpose. And the things you do or the thing that you do to fulfill that purpose, you'll find yourself doing some of the things that you are passionate about. Whether it's people, whether it's teaching, whether it's preaching, whether it's coaching, whether it's helping, whether it's, you know, doctoring, whether it's, you know, whatever it is. Let me tell you, there is ministry in everything. 
there is ministry in everything. There's always an opportunity. There's always a chance for you to show people the God in you is the God in you. <laughs> no, but real talk, like, don't think because you're a bus driver, because you work in corporate America, because you're a teacher, because you're, I'm just throwing things out, because you're a doctor, because you're whatever. Don't think because I'm, you're not behind the pulpit or because you're not, you know, I don't know, whatever you think, whatever you picture a quote-unquote typical person in ministry or a typical per person who is like gung-ho about purpose whatever you picture that to be don't think that that's the only place that it can be because bodies are still being raised and souls are still being saved and giants are still being slain all over this world in every single avenue and that's why ministry is everywhere because you are the light you are the salt and the light and it's your job to take that everywhere there's darkness everywhere so go be the light Wherever you are, wherever you're going, go and shine it and be blessed. I love y'all beautiful people. See y'all soon. Bye. Ciao. Was that not a mouthful? Okay. <laughs> Do me a favor, guys, and like and share this with your friends, family, your auntie, your uncle, your cousin, your brother, whomever. And be sure also comment anything below. Give me some feedback. Let me know how you guys are feeling. If you enjoyed this episode. And if not, let me know that too. So I'll see you guys later for another episode of the Meet Preach Podcast. Peace. <laughs>